Welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast, a show about property, entrepreneurship, and personal development. This show is designed to give you the foundations and building blocks to move forward on your journey and live a more inspired life. Hello and welcome to the Property Unleashed with me, Mark Fitzgerald. It's great to have you joining me here today on the podcast. So as we're approaching episode 200, we're not there yet, but we're getting close to it. I thought I'd roll back a little bit because I talk about a lot of different property strategies. I've spoken to a lot of guests. I've had fantastic students of mine who have come on and shared their wins, shared their deals and their whole journey, which I always find inspirational and I shall continue to do so as well. And of course, I share a lot of hacks about mindset, productivity and how you can try and basically lead your best life. I, of course, have done a lot of different property strategies myself and I continue to do so and grow my property businesses as well as coaching and supporting others which is a passion of mine and something that I really like to do Um, and it genuinely comes from the heart so if you've been with me for all you know 190 odd episodes I think this is probably about 193 or something like that episode uh, then you know thank you very much I would first and foremost like to thank you for spending that time with me if you're new to the podcast then do feel free to go back there's some fantastic episodes that I think you'll gain some great knowledge from A lot of the podcast episodes, I try and keep them sort of bite-sized chunks so that uh, they're easy enough to listen to on a journey or anything. But the interviews do tend to be between, you know, 45 minutes to an hour because I like to try and dive as deep as I can with people to find out, you know, their journeys to also get the nuggets that potentially can help you on your property journey as well. So again, Thank you to everybody who supports the channel. Thank you to everybody who's left a five-star review. Uh, And if you can, if you can do anything, if you take one little nugget from anything that I say here and you want to repay the favor, and I'm a massive believer in what goes around, comes around in life, then please feel free to share the show on your platforms, your social media platforms, or leave us a five-star review if you can on iTunes or uh, Google or Spotify if you're able to do that. It does mean a lot to us. It does help the channel. It does help me. And if you do put us on social media at all, please tag me in on Instagram. It's Mark Fitzgerald uh, Property. And of course, on Facebook, you will be able to find me there as well. Tag me into them because I'll show you some love back and I'll probably, you know, reshare it and things uh, and help you get out there yourselves as well. So I think I need to go back to the basics at the moment. And what I'm going to talk about here, a lot of people listening to this say, ah, I know this, I know this. But do you really, really know this? And I am going to talk about rent to rent again because I want to talk about the deals that I, I feel and I think you should be looking for and a few do's and don'ts as well because there's a lot of so-called gurus out there there's a lot of people out there as well that'll still be telling you to go out there get rundown properties spend thousands of pounds on the properties then try and charge a bit more rent and maybe make some money in a couple of years time that is ridiculous that is the wrong way to go about 
doing the rent to rent strategy. I have never said that. And I will always say that you want to be looking for good properties. Yes, they may need some minor work, i.e. a bit of painting, maybe the odd carpet change, maybe the odd bit of furniture sorting out. But anything major like a kitchen refurbishment or a bathroom um, refurbed or anything like that should be down to the landlord paying. And there's certain ways that you can position yourself in the deal to make sure that the landlords will do this. And we'll be quite happy to do this as well because you've got to remember with a rent to rent, we look after the property as if it's our own. So we will manage and maintain it to a high standard. So any money that the landlords put into the property, we will then maintain. And we can maintain that, of course, over five years. A lot of people um, will be looking at properties potentially in their areas, Normally, if they're like student properties that are, are empty or they're struggling to fill, they are run down. And sometimes the landlords don't have the money to do these things. Now, if you can pull your money back out. So let's just say you had to invest a few pounds. If you can pull your money back out within six months. Hey, that might be a deal that you want to do. Hey, that might even be a deal that I want to do. But as I say, I don't want to put in loads of money into other people's properties. I want to any money that I do put in, I want to make sure it's just maintaining that to a really good standard. Because if you start down that slippery slope of putting a lot of money into other people's properties, then you're missing the point of the rent to rent strategy, which is all about cash flow. Now, HMOs are what I'm referring to more here. If you're looking at serviced accommodation, then a lot of the times you will have to put a level of investment into the property, i.e. furniture or dressing or souping them up a bit. But again, it does depend how you structure the deals. And of course, you know, I can help you and show you how to structure these deals in the rent to rent business builder where we go through really in depth, you know, the HMO side of things. And of course, we've got the ultimate serviced accommodation business builder, which is all about serviced accommodation, as you guessed it. But a few things that I can help you with here and now, because I just haven't got the time to go through it all with you uh, in that level of detail is you want to be looking to work with uh, agents and landlords who have high expectations themselves, not the uh, slum landlords is is the wrong word, because I look at a slum landlord as somebody that just doesn't care, that potentially puts their tenants or their clients or wherever stays in their properties at risk. That for me is a slum landlord. There's a lot of landlords out there that aren't slum landlords. They just, they're a bit delusional. They're not quite with the times, maybe, you know, they've given their properties to uh, letting agencies who, of course, have let them to students and it's just worked really well for them. But now it's getting a bit more difficult because there's a lot of savvy investors coming to the market offering good products. Those are the sort of guys and girls, though, that you want to be looking at targeting for your rent to rent business. Okay, rent to rent is all about cash flow. It has to be cash flow for the landlord. It has to be cash flow for you. The landlord's happy because their assets are being looked after and they're getting a guaranteed rent. You're happy because you've got a decent property that you can fill with decent people, whether it's you know, whether it's an HMO and it's tenants or it's a serviced accommodation and it's your clientele that you're going to be putting in there. We want to be putting in a good clientele and a good set of tenants there and of course that comes from having a good product so the other thing that i want to touch base on here that i see people getting wrong all the time is corporate lets fundamentally rent to rent is a corporate let in the sense that your company your corporate company is managing the property from a landlord so it is fundamentally 
a corporate let. But what I what I see happening all the time now is there's certain teachers, certain people out there that are just saying corporate let on everything. Just ask them if they do a corporate let. Tell them, you know, do they do corporate lets? So everybody out there with with you know everybody out there, whether they're amateurs, whether they think they know what they're doing or anything like that, is saying corporate lets. What I would say to you, you know, as to be a, a professional, to be a savvy investor, is don't go in there with the corporate let tag. Okay. I get this sometimes with my students and they'll say, well, I've been ringing up uh, agents and I've been saying, you know, do you do corporate lets? And they've been saying, no, we don't do corporate lets and things. And I always say the same thing to them. Where have you got corporate let from? Because you will not have got corporate let through my training. Yes, I'll say it again. It is a corporate let, but I never lead in there and I never teach any of my students to go in there and start talking about corporate lets. Now, if the property's advertised as we do take corporate lets, happy days. Or if you're explaining your services and somebody says, is that a corporate let? You can say, yes. Like I used to say, I have a property management company that looks after properties that can offer the landlord a guaranteed rent. And a lot of people say to me, well, that sounds like rent to rent. Yes, it is very much like rent to rent, but we do it better. And that's how you go about things to stand out from the crowd. So when people say to you, well, that sounds like corporate lets, say yes, it's very much along the lines of a corporate let. And that's how we operate. But we do it through our property management service. Okay, put a different spin on it, because if you sound like everybody else, you'll get the same results as everybody else. Okay, so make sure that you're not getting suckered in by, you know, people out there that are saying you've got to say corporate lets, you've got to say rent to rent and things like that. You need to be more savvy with that. So I call my business a property management business, a property management company, if you like. And that is how I position myself. Okay. I look to work with agents and landlords of high standards because that's how we deliver our results. We deliver high standard results. So I'm looking for like-minded individuals that I can work with. Okay. This is how you want to be looking at doing your rent to rent deals. And the reason I'm going through this again with you is because you don't want to be looking at this as like a hobby. This is a business that can change your life. Now, it can change your life for the better or it could change your life and give you some real problems. If you do not know what you're doing, then the likelihood is you'll do bad deals and you'll get problems and headaches. It's not just as easy as getting a property Getting an HMO, sticking tenants in it, you may get lucky. You may do all right. Or getting a, another property and doing serviced accommodation and just sticking the advert on Airbnb and waiting for the money to roll in. This is what everybody will sell you, and it's a dream. Not in the sense that it cannot be achieved, because it can be achieved. My students are achieving it. I've achieved it. There's plenty of people out there that are achieving it. But... There's plenty of people out there as well that are talking about this is easy. You can do this. All you have to do is get that handful of properties and you can replace your wage. Yes, you can replace your wage, but you need a handful of the right deals, not a handful of the rubbish deals that sap your money, that don't give you profits, that the numbers don't stack, or you've missed your due diligence. Now, when you're doing your due diligence, of course, easy for you to say. When you're doing your due diligence, I'm going to leave this word alone in a minute, on anything, you need to know what you're doing. You need to also have a coach, a mentor, somebody around you 
that you can show your deals to that can confirm, yes, that is a great deal or no, 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 hold on two seconds. You haven't got your numbers right there. If you do not have that, I highly recommend that you find somebody that can help you with that. I do that with my students, okay? I do that with all of them to make sure that they're doing good deals if they want to share it with me. We have a deal analyzing spreadsheet and I always say to them, send me the spreadsheet over. Let me look at your numbers. Let me see if I think that deal stacks up and it's a deal I do. And the reason I do that is because I only want people doing good deals. It's got to be a win-win. It's got to be a win for the landlord. It's got to be a win for us as well. And if it's not a win-win, don't do the deal because it just becomes a headache. I've speak about this all of the time, but I just wanted to, in this episode, cover some of the, ba- well, what I think are the basics um, and open your mind up to the opportunities out there because so many people are still, and, and YouTube and everything is great as well, but you'll see a lot of old videos that you know show you a four bed house and you get out of the front room and you chuck a bed in it and you call it a uh, fifth bedroom. You can do that. But do you really want to be known for doing that? And it's not the best way to do things now. That was a good way potentially to do 10 years ago. And it worked very, very well. But times have changed. People expect more. And what you don't want to do is count on getting hold of this property and sticking an HMO license on it. Go for existing HMO licensed properties if you're doing that. Okay. All the work's been done for you. The fire alarms should have all been done. The fire doors should be in place. It should be fully compliant if it's got its license. And that is absolutely amazing. Why would you get a property and have to spend thousands of pounds? I mean, sometimes it's thousands of pounds just for a license. And if you don't get it, you've, you've lost that money. That's ridiculous unless you own the property, okay? So make sure that you're looking for good deals. If you do not know how to do this strategy and you're thinking to yourself, I haven't got any money to invest in any education um, unless it's cheap education or it's just listening to the podcast or watching the videos, then make sure first and foremost that you save up to get yourself educated. Get yourself in a supportive community. Get yourself in the right environment. Okay, that is now whether that's with me or whether that's with anybody else, first and foremost, just do that. Know what you're doing. Okay, don't be one of these people. And I was one of these people when I first started out myself. I was going to watch YouTube, I was going to listen to the podcast, going to read some books, I was going to get out there and do it. And I did. And I all of a sudden found in my own uh, way of doing things, and I like to do things to a very high standard, that I just wasn't performing or acting at a very high standard. It all felt a bit amateurish to me. Why? Because I didn't know what I didn't know, okay? So make sure that you are sound in the knowledge that you're doing it. Make sure you get yourself a coach if you need a coach to help you do these things, because if you invest in a coach, if you invest in training, it'll be the best investment you've ever made. Why? Because nobody can ever take that away from you, okay? So please, 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 because I see so many people out there doing bad deals, not doing the due diligence, rushing into things, saying it doesn't work, and then it all just blows up in their face. This is a fantastic strategy to do with the HMOs or to do in service accommodation. It is. It really, really is. When the numbers stack and you get the good deals going uh, and you get the right people in the right properties, it is great. You systemize it. I'm gonna. I'm certainly not going to say that you sit back, relax, and watch the money come in. You have to stay on top of things, but 
depending on the size that you want to get to, you can start to employ people, you can start to employ systems uh, and people who can manage those systems for you and make it uh, a lot more controllable. And you can become the director of your own business. And that is quite an exciting prospect. It may take you a year, two years, three years to get there. But once you start to do that, you start to see the opportunities that are out there in the world. You can start to move yourself forward and you can start to build a sustainable rent to rent business. Okay. As I say, if you need any help with that, I do offer free tools and resources on the propertyunleashed.com. There's a free rent to rent masterclass that will show you how to get yourself set up compliantly because a lot of people miss, uh, miss all of that and also start paying for things that they don't need to pay for right now. There is, uh, eBooks on there on serviced accommodation, uh, on own rent to rent as well. And there is, of course, the deal analyzing spreadsheet that you can download off of my website as well, which is the propertyunleashed.com. You can download that uh, and make sure that at least you can practice stacking deals or you can start stacking deals very simply, very easily and see if the numbers are working for you. When you're working out the utilities now, if you're going to use a rule of thumb, the rule of thumb used to be £100 on an HMO, £100 per room. So if you had a five bed HMO, it would be £500 that you put down for the utilities, council tax, gas, electric, uh, Wi-Fi and things. I never added the cleaning on to stuff like that. Now, though, because of the way prices have gone, try to aim to uh, put into your numbers £150 per room. So a five bed now will be £750. Okay, £750. And then I would add cleaning onto the top of that as well and anything else. So make sure that you know how to stack a deal. You know how to do your numbers. If you don't, please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, um, and you know, check out thepropertyunleashed.com. And if I can help you in any way, I will. I do also offer one-to-one coaching over 12 months. Uh, you get access to all of my training, uh, and then I work with you over 12 months as well to make sure that you go out there, do good deals, and create the life that you want. We do have a couple of places available still for that. Uh, a couple of places did fill up, but um, we still have a couple more places. So if anybody is interested, do feel free to reach out to us. Email us at hello at thepropertyunleashed.com or again, visit thepropertyunleashed.com. Scroll down to the one-to-one section, go onto the page and you can fill in a short form there and we'll get in contact with you to see whether it's right for you. So I hope this episode's helped you with getting started with your rent-to-rent business, whether that's in HMOs or that's serviced accommodation. And I look forward to you joining me in the next episode. And if this is is an old episode and you've gone back and listened to it well done congratulations and join me in the next episode you'll take care and bye for now thank you for listening guys i hope you've enjoyed this episode please subscribe and share the podcast with others and if you could take a minute to leave the show a review that would really mean a lot to me as well lastly why not head over to the property unleashed facebook group and if you do i'll see you there take care and make sure you keep focusing on your vision Bye for now.